0: I remember after I came into a revelation of grace after, I don't know if it was a year or two after that, I remember my girls um, saying that they they were always afraid. They were going to disappoint me. Now, mm-hmm. what does that sound like? That's exactly what I was thinking about God. About God, yeah. I was yep. about to say that.
1: That's It's interesting <laughs> how, that, how that works. When we think yep, that that's yep. how God yep. relates to us, then we... That's right transfer that to our children Yeah,
0: that's right exactly so I thank God now I can just they feel obviously they feel relaxed around me I just I just we have just such a great connection with them and when we do do things when we're you know have a bad behavior or like you know if I um, raise my voice to them and I shouldn't or whatever we just apologize And, and our whole family is so forgiving with each other.
2: Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast with Al Jennings. When you receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness, you will reign in life. Listen in as we discuss the effortless life of God's grace.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast. I'm so excited today because I got my good friend here with me, Sandra McCollum. Is it Sandra or Sandra? Sandra. (laughs) Sandra. Okay, I was right. All right. Praise God. Sandra is the co-founder with her husband, Steve, of Freedom Living Ministries. She's the author of I Tried Until I Almost Died, From Anxiety and Frustration to Rest and Relaxation. Excellent book. As a former perfectionist, who had been radically, who has been radically changed by a revelation of God's unconditional love and grace, Sandra now spends her days helping others enter into the life of rest that Jesus offers. She shares encouragement and biblical insight through her book, blog, and public speaking engagements. And I also will add, Sandra didn't give me this, but She's the daughter of, of Joyce Meyer. She doesn't talk about this much, not because she doesn't honor her mom. She honors her mom, she certainly does. But she doesn't want to build a ministry off of her mom's platform. She's an excellent, excellent minister in her own right, and we're glad to have her today. Welcome, Sandra. Uh,
0: thank you, Al. Thank you so much for having me. It's it is an honor to be on your podcast. Oh my goodness, this is so exciting! Okay, I'll probably laugh. I'm, I'm a laugher, but it used to be super serious, like legalistic serious. Hey, we'll we, talk about that some. But so now I just like to
1: laugh. Oh yeah, I like to laugh too. You know, I'm, I'm on the serious side, but I like to have fun, and and uh, so we'll oh, just have too. a conversation. <laughs> Yes, God. and if for those of you who didn't know, I am an archbishop. Okay, yes. uh, no, that's that's an inside joke between Sandra and I. Sandra and I, praise God. All right, well, let's jump into it. I just want to give you the platform, and I'll jump in uh, as it seems good. But uh, I want to give you the liberty to share what's on your heart and. Uh, you you shared a powerful message in Myrtle Beach. Sandra and I were um, we ministered in a conference together, and uh, she shared a message about peace, and it was so powerful. So, talk about that, Sandra.
0: Yes, definitely. Well. <laughs> I wasn't always the kind of person who lived in peace. (laughs) I have actually been a, uh, I'll say I'm 52 years old right now, 52 years young. (laughs) I would say two years young instead of old. And, uh, but I was born again. I received Jesus as my Lord and savior when I was eight years old. So let's see, let's Mm -hmm. do the math. 52 minus eight to 44, 44 years. And, but for the first 34 years of my Christian life, I didn't, I didn't live in peace. Mm. I'm not saying I never had any peace, but to a large degree, I lived in anxiety and frustration and that's not the way it should have been as a believer. But I had, I found out later on lots of wrong beliefs about Mm. God and I believed lies about what he believed about me. (laughs) <laughs> I mean I felt like and really honestly I believe this was at the actual this was behind all of the issues that I was facing was I just saw God as someone who was standing over me ready to beat me over the head when I made a mistake Yeah. or at the very least he was going to be disappointed in me mm. so I spent I spent my whole existence trying to live the Christian life the way that I thought God wanted me to live it. Trying to be pleasing to him, even though he really was already pleased with me because of Jesus. I did not know that. And um, so I believe lies. And when there's when you believe a lie, it changes everything. I mean, you can, yeah, you can believe something that's not true and it changes everything. So that threw me into anxiety mm. and frustration mm. in living my Christian life.
1: It's kind of like when you receive truth, it changes everything. Oh
0: gosh. Yes. <laughs> right.
1: Just the yes. opposite of that. You believe a lie. It changes everything in the wrong way. You go in the wrong direction. It's, it's a mess.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, I just spent all those years from age eight to age 42, because I was 42. Yes, because it's this 10 years I have come into a revelation of grace. I've been enjoying this revelation of grace that I received 10 years ago now. And my goodness, What an adventure I have been on. Mm -hmm. But I had to come to a place that I call the end of myself (laughs) Yeah. before I could be opened up to receiving the revelation of grace. I had to come to the end of my own striving. And it doesn't mean I never strive. In fact, I'm going to tell a story today about how I strived a little bit yesterday.
1: (laughs) Mm. I love how (laughs) real you are. I mean you just oh keep it goodness. real. You are love a you are a real stories. one.
0: I love telling stories to help people understand. You there's really only two ways to live. <laughs> it's self-effort mode or trusting in Jesus mode. And I am getting tears in my eyes mm. while I talk about this because grace is so beautiful. And God grace brings peace. Okay. Yeah. You know, the apostle Paul what did he say in the beginning of all grace and peace be unto you. Mm -hmm. Grace brings peace. The reception of God's grace brings peace. Yeah. And having been justified
1: by faith, Romans five, one, we have peace with God. When when you're declared righteous, we have peace.
0: That's right. That's That's good. And so, what happened to me is I just lived under stress, anxiety, and frustration because I honestly was afraid of God. And what I would do is I would get up every morning and I would, in my mind, get up on what I call my treadmill of accomplishment. Mm. And I would run, run, run on that treadmill because Mm. I thought God expected all these things of me and I expected all these things of myself honestly too and I thought that I had to do all these things to be worthy, to be valuable I didn't know how Mm -hmm. valuable I was in God's eyes at that time and it's not because nobody ever taught me either (laughs) Um, my Uh parents taught me these many of these things Mm -hmm. but I was just trapped in believing lies somehow, somehow, not because of what they taught me, but somehow I just got the wrong view of God. And it threw me into a tailspin for 34 years. And so I I lived like that, ran on my treadmill. I mean, goodness, I'd be worn out at the end of every day from in my mind, running on that treadmill, trying to do it all. Right, trying to be worth something. And then, and I, oh, and I live by lists. Let me tell you. <laughs> I had my two lists going on. I had my list on the natural side of life, just, you know, all the things I wanted to accomplish that day. And then I had, and lists aren't wrong. And I, I'm not against lists, but mm-hmm. I was addicted to my list. I was using my list for worth and value. And uh, that was, that's not we're not supposed to be looking to what we accomplish for our worth and value. But I didn't know. I didn't know when I was doing this, I really was doing this innocently. I was thinking, well, I guess I'm just supposed to try harder to live the Christian life because I mean, it isn't working. (laughs) I'm not in peace, but I guess I'm just doing something wrong. I'm supposed to try harder. Mm -hmm. So I had the natural list that, you know, all the things I want to get accomplished. But then I also had a spiritual list in my mind. Now, Sandra, You need to be less angry than you were yesterday. I was always, always measuring myself out, always. And uh, I mean, constantly, okay, now, okay, yesterday I did that and I really shouldn't do that. So, okay, now today I need to get better at that. You know, always trying to improve myself, Mm -hmm. not having any idea (laughs) that, Because of Jesus, I really was flawless in Christ. Mm, Thank you, Lord. And if I would just receive that, if I would have just received that, that's Mm. God's grace. That's what would have changed me. But I was trying to change myself because I didn't know. And so I came to the end of myself at the end of 2011. I didn't know what it was that day, but right about after Christmas, a few days after Christmas, I remember saying to God, I can't do this anymore, God. I can't live the Christian life. I need serious help. That's what I said to him. And I really think I was threatening to quit Christianity that day because I was so mad at this point. I was like, it doesn't work. (laughs) But it does. Yes. It wasn't working for me because Mm. I was doing it wrong. (laughs) I was trying to live the Christian life. And I just want to say something right now that I believe is going to help someone. Do you know that it is impossible for you to live the Christian life? There is only one person that can live the Christian life. And his name is Jesus.
2: That's so and good. He
0: wants to live his life in and through us. Mm, and that is when we so come good. into a place of rest and a place of peace, which is what we're going to talk about today. Because after I called out to God that day at the end of 2011, and basically quit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, one week later, I was having my time with him, my devotional time. I was really good about having devotional time. And it was five 30 in the morning, had my Mac journal out. I was, you know, typing some things out. It was a new year. It was January 2nd of 2012 that this happened. Okay. And I was just, I just started to say, father, do you want me to Is there anything more that you want me to accomplish this year? Well, that's all I ever did was try to accomplish, accomplish, accomplish. And yet I'm here. I am praying, trying to be spiritual. I'm sure. Is there anything more you want me to accomplish? Well, I felt like the father spoke to my heart that day and said, no, Sandra, there's nothing more I want you to try to accomplish. And Mm -hmm. I am telling you right after that happened. I felt like a tidal wave of the love of God Mm. swept into the room. I felt engulfed in the love of God. Mm. And I felt like God spoke to my heart. Sandra, I love you for you because you're my child, not because of what you've done for me. Yes. Oh, Mm. my goodness. That what that did. Here's what that did. And I carried that to this day. I carry the feeling I had that day and, and the revelation to this day that took my eyes off of me, Sandra mm. McCullum. My eyes had been on me mm-hmm. for the first 34 years of my Christian life. Yes. And I, it wasn't, it wasn't working. I, my eyes weren't on Jesus. But that day, God did me the biggest favor of my life. He took my eyes off of me. And place them on Jesus. So good. And, you know, it was a journey. I didn't know everything. In fact, that day, I remember feeling so much peace after that happened. I mean, like I woke up the next morning and I was reacting completely differently to things. Things that would freak me out, which was almost everything that went wrong, um, would not freak me out. I mean, I was just like, like I couldn't get rid of the peace. And I was like... Wow. I just thought it was going to go away after a while. But after I remember like 30 days, I remember getting my family together and just talking to them and bawling and just saying, God has done something in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm different. And it's that's it. God shifted my focus from me to Jesus. And then after that happened, after he gave me a revelation of his love. He just began to set me on a journey to understand his love and grace. <laughs> yes. And I mean, it's been a journey. It's been, oh, it's been the most amazing journey of my life and really taking the focus off of me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I didn't feel like I had to keep all the plates spinning and it doesn't mean I can't ever fall back into that. Mm-hmm. This is a journey. Like I said yesterday, let me just tell you this story. Can okay. I tell you a story? sure. <laughs> okay, because I began to live in peace, and I, my book is titled "I Tried Until I Almost Died." I'm not, I'm not mentioning that because I, you know if people want to get my book they can or not but i'm i'm just talking about it because i want to tell you the title because of it proves something
2: yeah
0: it's i tried until i almost died and then from anxiety and frustration to rest and relaxation because i have gone from anxiety and frustration to rest and relaxation and i live in rest and relaxation i would say the majority of the time now but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that sometimes i don't um let the devil shift the focus onto myself again. So here's what happened. I'm doing a garden project. <laughs> I fell in love with, this is flower gardening, not not food gardening, but yeah. I fell in love with gardening a couple years ago. I did not realize it really how it started is I was saying all the time, I'm not creative, I'm not creative, mm. I'm not creative. And I remember the day God told me, Will you stop saying that? <laughs> Will you stop saying that? Don't say you're not creative. So I started saying I am creative. I mean, I started saying I am. I'm creative. Because I am one with the creators of the you. Of you. Yes. I'm creative. And I am telling you, I have done so many creative things since I changed my confession about myself. That's great. <laughs> and my belief about myself in that area. Well, one of the things that, happened is a couple years ago, well, really, it started last summer. I started, to. I have, okay, the house that we moved into about five years ago had, has some really big flower garden. So God knew, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, he knew that I would just love that. I love, I love color. I love flowers. I love color. I say I love color because I love Christmas lights too. (laughs) Like Christmas lights and flowers are my thing. And so I just love beautiful things. So Mm -hmm. I am doing this project starting last summer and I, this has gone on for a long time. It's very detailed. I took out all the mulch that was there, just. uh, Wow. Shoveling all that mulch out. I need to hire you. It's been a very, very (laughs) good, good for me project. (laughs) Kept me in shape. And, uh, but I, But anyway, so then it's continued into this year and, you know, I've had this goal and it's not wrong to have goals, but it's wrong to get your worth and value out of accomplishing your goals. Mm -hmm. And so that's not God's will for us. Our worth and value comes from him alone. And so, but I got a little mixed up and I, you know, I've had a couple of maybe five different times when I thought, okay, I'm going to get this gardening project done today. Like for, for good, I'll finally be done. And it's okay to want to be done with the project. But mm-hmm. in this case, my goal was stealing my piece because mm. we're doing just a lot of creative things with it. I transplanted a whole bunch of rose bushes yesterday. And oh my goodness, if you live in Missouri, then you know, digging anything, I mean, it's just very rocky soil. Really? And so it. <laughs> It is hard to dig out one hole sometimes. And so I was doing work. It was so hot yesterday. It was an extreme heat warning out. And I knew I could take breaks whenever I wanted. So I still don't mind working in that. To me, it's a good way to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good way to make sure toxins leave my body. Because, I mean, I sweat like crazy, of course. And I love healthy stuff, so I'm like, okay, Mm. I'll do this, you know. I always say I love a challenge. Well, let me tell you, I was out there yesterday. I'm sweating like crazy, and I, um, and I realize I'm not going to get this goal accomplished. I'm not going to get done with this project, and this is basically going back to the way I used to live, pre Grace. Okay,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. so I get upset because I know I'm not going to meet my goal. But I don't need to get upset. I just need to enjoy the project and just keep doing it until it's done. Mm. There's no need for me to get upset. But because I was believing a lie for a while, for a short period of time, you know, Sandra, you think you could finish it by now. I mean, all this time and you can finish it. So I was just letting what was I letting that goal do? I was letting it become a law to me. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> and we know what happens when that happens boy. Yeah. because when we lived under the law, before I understood grace, I had all these rules and regulations. Well, I made that goal of rule and regulation. So, I mean, I got upset and I got in self effort mode and you should have seen me. I was like, I'm going to get this thing accomplished today. <laughs> if it's the last thing I do. Oh my goodness. I knew I was going down the wrong road, but when you first start that, Sometimes you can be kind of prideful about it. and Just like, nope, I'm going to do it. Self-effort mode. I mean, that's mm. what it produces, pride. And mm. uh, But trusting in Jesus produces humility. So eventually, I mean, there's just no possible way, especially with the heat. I had to come in every at least 30 minutes. I was eating an electrolyte popsicle. I mean, there's <laughs> you've you, you got to take a break. So you're just going to faint out there. And so I stopped. After a while, I ran out of self-effort energy, as I call it. And I said, Father, I'm sorry. I let myself get into self-effort mode again. And it's not, I didn't feel guilty though, or condemned. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that's changed in me from what it used to be. When I do something wrong, I would try to pay for my own sin Mm. with guilt and condemnation. Mm. Until the day that God spoke to me. In my heart, the father spoke to me and said, do you know what you're doing when you come under guilt and condemnation? He, he spoke to me. He said, in essence, you're saying, Jesus, you did a pretty good job on the cross, but not quite good enough. Not good enough. You wow. need me to add in. Not I wasn't doing this. This was a subtle thing. You know, I wasn't saying this, but... But the father showed me this is what you are saying and doing, though, when you think you have to add in your own guilt and condemnation, Mm. you're saying, Jesus, you didn't Mm. quite do a good enough job. You need me to help you. And man, I got chills that day. And Mm. I remember getting a holy awe on me and just going, God, I am so sorry. Jesus, I'm so sorry for dishonoring you. So I don't, I'm telling you right now because of what God did for me that day, I don't mess with guilt and condemnation very often. Mm-hmm. And we know some truths now, don't we, Al, oh, that we didn't know before. Like Absolutely. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. Yeah. I'm righteous. Mm-hmm. I'm loved even on my bad days. And yesterday I had a bad couple of hours, let me tell you. But I came in and I was just able to go to the Father. Freely, not feel like I had to get myself cleaned up first, because Jesus is our bath. (laughs) Yes. Jesus is our bath. And he, we are flawless in him. It doesn't mean we don't do anything wrong in the natural, but in Christ, we are forgiven. We are righteous. We are loved. So I was able to go without the guilt and condemnation and just say, Father, I just... I got into self-effort mode. I let my goal become a law to me. And, you know, I just Mm -hmm. took it all to him. Relationship, relationship, relationship. relationship. Yeah, that's good. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Grace. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not rules and regulations, relationship. And so I just talked to him and I just said, I am telling you, I, I just remembered that I'm, I'm thank you that I'm forgiven. I just remembered the truths that, the things that are true about me, I'm righteous in you. I know you, you haven't stopped loving me. You're not disappointed in me because I did that. I right. just thank you, Father. I That is what receiving grace looks like. That's to me, good. To me. That's good. And when I did that, what do you think happened? I came into a place of peace immediately, mm. immediately, because I received his grace instead of having my eyes on me. God helped me take my eyes off me once again and place them on Jesus. Wow. And I, I just, I had peace the rest of the day. I have peace right now. I didn't get out there. I wanted to get out there this morning and work on the project before our uh, podcast. And I did get to do that. I'm in perfect peace because I'm not in self-effort mode anymore. <laughs> Thank God. So, so good. God is so good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Isn't it good to know on our worst day, We are still the righteousness of God in Christ.
0: Yes, it is. (laughs) And that's the thing I like to teach people. Because here's the thing. People are all about receiving God's grace when they're doing good. Yeah, But they don't want to receive God's grace all the time when they're having a bad day. But you know Mm -hmm. what? God's grace is his unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor. So if we're not receiving it on our bad days... And if we're if we're let's just say if we're only willing to receive it on when we think we're behaving right, Mm -hmm. then we're not really receiving his grace. That's good. That's good. (laughs) If we need to be, we need to be willing and it's it takes humility. You know, Mm -hmm. we need to be willing to receive it on our good days, knowing, hey, we can't do We can't do anything right either without him. If we're doing something right, it's all him, too. It's all because of Jesus. That's my favorite statement (laughs) now, you know, because before I thought it was all because of me, you know, and now I just love to say it's all because of Jesus. If we're doing something right, it's because jesus is he's the person of grace Mm
2: -hmm. jesus
0: is actually the person of grace he's god's grace personified yes and so it's all because of him if i'm able to be loving to someone it's all because of him if this podcast turns out right yes thank you or also if we do something wrong it's all because of him that we're forgiven, that we're still righteous, that we're still loved, Mm. that we're still valuable, that nothing's changed, that his good opinion didn't change about us. You know, it didn't change toward us because we did something wrong. It's all because of Jesus. And that is what sets people in a place of rest, in a place of peace. And I am telling you, I have chills doing this Mm. podcast. Golly. When you just talk about Jesus, it just... Changes everything,
1: it does. It does. Sandra, walk us through that period of time. I'm going to backtrack a little bit when Definitely. you were in your list and on self improvement in that mode. Yeah. How did that affect your
0: family? Oh, my goodness, that's a great question. Here's what would happen at the end of almost every day, I would go into panic mode because. Of my list that I was depending on checking off my list, I had to have those check marks or I would not feel valuable and worthy because I was getting it out of my accomplishments instead of what God thought about me. And so I would go into panic mode at the end of almost every day. And I would just think in my mind, oh, my goodness, my list is not going to get checked off. What Mm. am I going to do? So what would happen And I was living deceived at that time because instead of looking at me, I would start seeing everything around the house that wasn't put away, everything my kids were doing wrong, everything, or I thought they were doing wrong, everything I thought my husband, you know, all the things he wasn't doing for me that he should. I mean, I was just, I would make them feel, all three of them. I have twin girls, by the way, Angel and Star Mm. names, and now they're 19. But at this time, when I received the revelation of grace, they were nine. So the first nine years of their lives, they were raised in legalism because I didn't know anything else. I was just messed up, you know, So I would. Yes, I would make them feel very often. Not all the time. I mean, obviously, we had good relationships still, but. I would make them feel too often like they couldn't quite measure up Mm. no matter how hard they tried. And Steve could tell you, that's the way he felt for me too. Mm. Now there's such a love and respect between us, you know, because of what God's showed me and what he continues to show me. It's a journey. Um, And it doesn't mean I don't do anything wrong. It doesn't mean we don't ever have, you know, words that we shouldn't have toward each other. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm perfect in um, my actions all the time, but oh my goodness, our relationship is so different than it used to be because they don't have that fear. I remember after I came into a revelation of grace after, I don't know if it was a year or two after that, I remember my girls um, saying that they, they were always afraid they were going to disappoint me. Now, what does that sound like? That's exactly what I was thinking about God. About God, yeah. I was yep. about to say that. That's <laughs> it's
1: interesting how that how that works. When we think yep, that that's yep. how God yep. relates to us, then we that's right. transfer that to our children. Yeah, that's
0: right. Exactly. So I thank God. Now I can just they feel obviously they feel relaxed around me, and I just I just. We have just such a great connection with them. And when we do do things, when we, are you know, have a bad behavior or like, you know, if I um, raise my voice to them and I shouldn't or whatever, we just apologize. And and our whole family is so forgiving with each other. Mm-hmm. And I know why. It's because we know how forgiven we have been by that. Yes.
2: Wow. And Powerful. what's
0: that scripture that says um, those she knew how forgiven she was. So she was able to forgive much. What is the scripture? Uh,
1: I don't know the reference. He that's forgiven much loves much.
2: Yes, 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 that's
0: it. And so he, uh, he,
1: who's, uh, I like to say he, who is loved loves.
0: Yes, that's right. It is. (laughs) We receive it and we give it. And that, it's so cool now because living the Christian life is so effortless.
2: Yeah. Yes,
0: it is. <laughs> it is. So. That's why I laugh half the time through my life. It's so effortless. <laughs> it it is. We receive and we give.
1: Yeah. You talk about In the emotion. love of God. And I recall the Holy Spirit just brought to my remembrance something you said. It really resonated with me. And, and I I repeat this often. Something you said mm-hmm. years ago. I heard you say it that you you used to think that love was the ABCs of Christianity but then when you came under a revelation of grace you realized love the love that God has for us it's the whole alphabet
2: oh yes <laughs>
1: Ooh, yes, and that A isn't that Z. the truth. A I, Z. Yes, yep. I, I used to think that that was just basic, right? It's just right. yeah, I got I got love. Just just you know, move on to other stuff. But my focus yes. was so much on my love for God and my love for others, and make sure I'm walking in love. And 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 I really didn't talk much about the love that the Father has for me. And and then under grace, I realized it's not about my love for god mm-hmm. but it's about his love for for me right and when i so i embrace once i embrace that then my love for god and my love for others is a reflex reaction yes. <laughs> to it the love true. that the father has for me it's just it's easy it's simple it's effortless it it's,
0: it's very natural very yeah natural. And that's how I was, too. I was just always like, oh, I need to love you more, God. And, you know, I need to I need to be thinking about you more. I need to have my mind on you more. All I was trying, trying, trying. But when I received when I did exactly what you did, and it was it was when that revelation of grace came in the years after that, God taught me this. Um, and when I just began to see that it wasn't about my love for him. It was about his love for me Oof. and just receive mm. that love. Just re- that's what I did yesterday mm. after I got into self-effort mode and then I decided to get back out. That's what I was sitting at my kitchen table doing, receiving mm. from him. I'm, I'm a really good receiver now. <laughs> I'm a really good receiver. Yes. If wants to pay my bill at a restaurant. I mean, I was a terrible receiver before, um, mm-hmm. but I'm a really good receiver. If someone wants to give me a gift, I'm you know, in the natural I'm saying I'm a really good receiver, but I'm, I'm a really good receiver. Oh, you don't
1: have to do God's that.
0: Grace too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I used to do. Why? Because I wanted to eat it. But now I'm like, whatever you want to give me, God, I'll receive it because I know it's just because of his grace. It's yes. not because of what I've done. <laughs> and, uh. So I am a really good receiver now and, so good. you know, I just think that is, I don't know that there's anything that's helped me more than just in this grace revelation than just, yeah, I mean, you don't even have to be sitting down to do it, obviously. So if I say sitting and receiving, I don't even mean that you can do it. I can do it out in my garden. Are you kidding? When I'm walking around, I can just receive the love of God. I mean, I just, I'm just like a receptacle
1: for mm. God's love. That's good. And
0: it's just, it changes you. I mean, it just keeps changing you <laughs> um, when you just keep receiving. So,
1: yeah. Talk about the importance of what you believe, believing right.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you just. just
1: and how, how, how do you know, how do you know how to believe right? You, you hear that a lot. Well, you, you need to believe right. Then you'll live right, but how do you know yes. what to believe? Right. <laughs> a lot of voices. Good. A lot of voices out there, right? A lot of oh, people talking. Yes. Like Christian television oh. and right. l- a lot of things being said. So how do you know what are the right things to believe?
0: I think one thing that we have to really pay attention to is peace in our heart. So if we are believing right, we're going to have peace. And if we are believing wrong, like yesterday, that gardening example, Mm -hmm. I was believing wrong. Mm -hmm. I was believing that if I don't get my goal accomplished, that means I've failed once again. That's a wrong belief. Because guess what? In Christ, I am a success. In fact, I love this. I got this from when I read, uh, I read. Joseph Prince's book, Unmerited Favor, right at the beginning of my grace journey, Mm. like within six months of that happening to me, the example I shared with you where I had that encounter with Jesus. And and I remember him saying in his book, my definition of success is knowing that Jesus is with me all the time. And I was like, wow, that's it. That's it. And he's with us all the time. And so I am a success in Jesus. It's not because of me. It's because Mm -hmm. of him. It's all because of Jesus. Like I said, that's my favorite line. Um, And so I was believing a lie, though, at first and believing, you know, and I think that's a big one for people. If I didn't do this right, I'm a failure. You know, if I didn't get the grade I thought I should, I'm a failure. If I, you know said something wrong to my kids or raised my voice when I shouldn't have, I'm a failure. But boy, when we can come into that place where we know based on, and you said, where do you find these are in the word of God Mm
2: -hmm.
0: in the word of God. I love the Bible. Yes. And the Bible says in Colossians two 10, that we are, is one of my favorite scriptures. We are complete in Christ. Well, If we're complete in Christ, I mean, if you really think about this logically, if we are complete, we can't be complete and be a failure at the same time. Wow. So what are we going to believe? What are we going to believe?
1: Say uh, say that again.
0: If we we can't be complete in Christ, which is what Colossians 2.10 says, and be a failure at the same time, it's impossible. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's impossible. And so
1: powerful
0: you know i mean it's like what i believe about psalm 91 14 through 16 and i i just refer to it in the message i love it it talks about how um, god's going to give us a long healthy life a long that. drink of salvation so mm. the devil tries to tempt me if i'm having some pain in my body oh you're going to you're going to die earlier something like that, I'll say, now that would be impossible, wouldn't it? For for me to live a long, healthy life, according to Psalm 14, I mean, 91, 14 through 16, and die young. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I just, I take his word for what it is,
2: the Mm. truth, you know?
0: And uh, so that's what, That's what I believe, you know, and so I I don't have like, okay. so like, here's a good example. When my girls were driving, when they were learning to drive, I know there's a lot of parents that are (laughs) really scared to drive with their kids (laughs) when they're teaching their kids to drive. But I didn't have any fear. And it's because I am so convinced I'm going to live a long, healthy life. But I didn't just come up with that on my own. I got a revelation on some. 91, 14 through 16. And I'm just like, I just, it's just in me. I don't know how to explain it, but it did come from his word, that truth from his word about his protection over my life. I mean, all of Psalm 91 is amazing, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That then I just was like, you know what? I'm, I, I just believe that's what I believe. And I've had to believe that over and over about my kids too, when the devil's lied to me. What if your kids have a car accident? You know, what? I mean, there's so many things we can worry about, right? Yeah. And so we have to apply God's word in mm-hmm. those areas and see what is the truth, you know. But going back to us being complete in Christ, oh my gosh, that just covers so much. Yes, it does. Think about what complete means. Right. What does complete mean to you?
1: I mean, done, finished. And <laughs> that's good. Right. And actually, Jesus said on the cross, he didn't say it has started. He said yes. it's finished, right? So we, we actually start at the yes. finish line. Yes.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Should nothing nothing to else that? to do. So so yes. the the labor, I think it's kind of a paradox, right? We labor to enter the rest. I yes. I, I love that. Yes. I mean, um it it and I understand, I get it, labor to enter the rest because you almost gotta Working, not working.
0: Yes, yes, right, <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness! And I, I want to clarify something. I love clarification. What I said before about Psalm ninety-one. I know, I know that people have been through some horrendous things, yeah. and I know people have family members that have died before their time, and. But, mm-hmm. You know, before they expected, And I understand that. And I want you to know, I never, ever would ever even have a thought. Of, I would have before grace, I'm sure <laughs> I would have been a Pharisee and cast judgment, but yeah. I would never, ever do that. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I came to the place where I, I, decided I cannot base my beliefs on other people's experiences or even my own experiences. Mm -hmm. I have to base my beliefs on the word of God. Yes. That's what brings me peace. And so I just wanted to say that. So each person just has to decide what, what, what what am I going to believe? You know, Mm -hmm. and those truths are found in God's word. They really are. Right. Isaiah, No, go go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we're just like so excited about the good news. So both (laughs) one day. Uh, The Bible says right here in John 14, 27, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give, this is Jesus talking, the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. So again, I can choose to believe that, that Jesus has given me a peace that literally, Passes surpasses my understanding yeah and i can live in that regardless of my circumstances because i'm telling you i have circumstances <laughs> my mm-hmm. life doesn't go just like everybody else listening to this podcast my life doesn't always go exactly the way i planned it in fact sometimes it rarely goes exactly mm-hmm. the way i've planned oh you know day by day i'm saying right right and i've just learned because of what Jesus gave me, he left us his own special peace that I can live in that peace if I'll embrace that truth and Mm -hmm. believe that instead of focusing on my circumstances. So,
1: Yeah, yeah. Sandra, thank you for your time. I got a couple more things before I let you go. One, um, close this topic off with um, what's the number one choice you make that helps you live in peace?
0: For me, it's keeping my eyes on Jesus. And instead of feeling like I have to keep myself for, it's trusting in him as my keeper. And Mm -hmm. so it's, you know, I kind of said it in the beginning, but I can go into self-effort mode. We have so many opportunities to do that, to solve our own situation, to try (laughs) to solve our own situations. Or we can go to the Father and we can ask for his help. I mean, help me, Jesus, is my favorite prayer. (laughs) Mm, And that's what I said yesterday when I sat at the kitchen table after I had gotten out of self-effort mode. I said, help me, Jesus. And it was just a turning my eyes away from myself and my own lack of ability and turning my eyes to him and his superabundant ability in and through me. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's that's the number one thing that helps me stay in peace.
1: So good. I have a 15 second or less prayer seminar. Prayer seminar that I do, and yes. it's it's oh, uh, awesome. it, it's two prayers that will get you through anything.
2: <laughs>
1: the one you mentioned, "Help me, Jesus." The other one, yep. "Thank you, Jesus." That's
0: awesome. <laughs> so true. Fifteen second or less. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You
2: know
0: what? If people are looking for simple, this is it. Yes. This is it. This is so good because
1: anybody can do it. It's it's. It is. Yeah, it's so simple, and it's different than religion because even like going back to loving God, it's like, how do you know when loving God is enough? When religion will try to get you to um, look at all that Jesus has done for you, mm-hmm. there's more you can do for Him. It's always yeah. and and you never know how much is enough. Right. So that treadmill you mentioned, it never ends. It just Oh, it's just so much work, and oh, but true freedom when you discover who Jesus really is, who the Father really is, how much He loves you, what He thinks about you, His opinion of you, how much He values you—so mm-hmm. amazing, so and amazing.
0: Here's the thing: I've just got to say this one more thing. It brings you into such a place of fruitfulness in your life. Mm, yes. What, what are people? Oh. What are people looking for? They're looking for results. Results. They want to. They want to, they do want to get their list checked off. They want to get, do you know what happened to me when I turned my eyes, when, when God actually took my eyes off of myself and placed them on God's grace on Jesus, the person of grace, I cannot even tell you how many things I started getting accomplished compared to me feeling like I was running around in circles before that. Oh my goodness. My level of accomplishment increased exponentially
1: better than the better, was, than the better than
0: the do do list. <laughs> yep. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it was because That's so good. I was, I was trusting in him and relying on his unmerited favor. And I am telling you, I, I just, it convinced me. I mean, if anything convinced me, it was the change that I saw in my productivity that I was so wanting my life to be productive before but failing, 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 failing. And then the change into this exponential amount of productivity in my life because of me simply Mm. (laughs) taking my faith. I like to say it this way, taking my faith out of my own ability and placing it in Jesus.
1: Mm. Amazing. Mm, So good. So good. Thank you so much, I'm sending you a big virtual hug right now. <laughs> Girl,
0: Just thank you thank so you. much. <laughs> All exactly. right, thank um, you for having me. I oh, really
1: appreciate it. Oh, this so is much. this is awesome. Um, before I let you go, tell us about your book and how we can get it. Well, I'll, I'll give you the. I'll put the link in the show notes and and actually let me back up. Here's how you can connect with Sandra um, on. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and these links are too long. I don't, I don't want to read them. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll just put them in the show notes as well as the link uh the link for how to access her book, all right? Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So just t-
0: our website,
1: yeah. Yeah, the website sandramccollum.com/store. All right. Yeah. That that will get you to her book. All right. So, right. yeah. Yeah. T- tell us just briefly about about that book. A lot of yeah, things sure. you shared today were things like from the book. Right.
0: Right. Uh, it's my story of how I came to the end of myself. That's the first chapter. And I mean, what my life was like, I, I detail it in there, what my life was like before. And I, I've had a lot of people tell me they have received healing while reading it because they just would sit and bawl because they're getting this revelation that they don't have to carry the weight mm-hmm. that Jesus will carry it for them. And so, it's just my story of how I lived and then how I came into a place of freedom. And then not just that, it doesn't just end there. It's, it's all the things I learned in the first couple of years of my grace journey. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to have that. Really, I just originally wrote it just for my girls to have a like a record of what happened to me. Mm. But then God chose to do more with it. So thank oh. you, Jesus.
1: Yes, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So, if you're done with religion and trying to do things to be pleasing to God, and uh, you just burn out on religion, I encourage you to get Sandra's book. It will be a great blessing to you. It will change your life. Praise God. You can also get it on Audible, um, Audible.com. It's a it's a Audiobook. and if yes. you're one of those listeners you, you rather listen to it than read i'm more of a listening person i like to read but then i like to listen to it um listen to things like that on when i'm in my car or just around the house while i'm doing yeah. other things just having something playing throughout the house so yeah. um her audio book is available and i'll put a link to that in the show notes as well all right thank you thank
2: you for
0: that i forget to mention that sometimes but i'm the one that read that i read my book on audio and i i love to actually read out loud so and i'm kind of i'm kind of more of an or at least equally as much of an audio person too so Mm. yeah. yeah and people people do seem to be getting it i don't even i forget to even talk about it and uh, but people are getting it and so uh I'm, I'm thankful that I did that too I'm, I'm glad that I have it on probably every book I write I will do an audio version mm-hmm. as well so.
1: you used to do that for your mom
0: I did I read her books on audio yeah. and her publisher hired me to do that and paid me good too by the way and uh <laughs> then that's great. Uh, and then I uh our ministry just got so busy that I had to stop doing it (laughs) because I had so but, but then I read my own. So that was cool.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Well, pray, pray for us, will you?
0: Yes, definitely. Father, we come to you in the name of your precious, precious son, Jesus. And we, we ask you father to just help us to continue to grow in grace we just want to keep growing in grace. Yes, we just Lord. want to keep growing in the knowledge of the person you, of Lord. Jesus us, and Lord. the knowledge and the revelation mm-hmm. of the person of Jesus yes. Christ. And I pray for the person or the people who are listening to this podcast. Yes. Who they're seeing something. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, OK. Yes, I want To come into this revelation because I see that I've been trying to do it all. And Father, I thank you for helping them not to get into works trying to come into the revelation. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen that happen. Mm -hmm. Help them to just rest in you and let you do it. Mm -hmm. Let you give them an encounter with Jesus Mm -hmm. just like you did me. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, help us all. In Jesus' name. We just want to grow in grace. We just want to keep growing in grace. And just, we want to just love people, God. The love walk is so powerful. And we know that we can do that when we're just letting you love us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name.
2: In
1: Jesus' name. Amen. Sandra, as you were praying, I'm seeing somebody struggling somebody tired, burnt out, trying to measure up to God's standards. Um, you have any, any word, anything come up in your heart to speak to that individual? Um, quit trying.
0: Yes.
1: Quit trying. Yes. Keep That's your eyes good. on Jesus.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: See him in his awesomeness, in his beauty, exactly. in his majesty, in his yes. splendor. Look to him.
0: Yes, that's right. That's really one of the main, what you're saying right here, that's one of the main things I got right in the beginning of my grace journey because I was always trying to fight with my sin mm. every time I did something wrong. And I remember when the Father spoke to me through a teaching I listened to, turn your back on it right now turn away from it and turn to jesus yes and i man that really set me free mm. because i started to do that anytime that i struggled and what does the bible say in second thessalonians uh when we as we behold him what's the scripture reference seventeen. Uh, second thessalonians 517 right i believe I'm almost sure that's the right scripture reference, but it's as we behold Jesus, we are changed by the power of the Holy Spirit.
1: That's mm. how it works. That's 2 um, <laughs> Corinthians 3, okay. I think, right? 2
0: <laughs> Corinthians 3, 18. Yes. Right?
1: There we go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is so good.
0: I'm not one of those walking concordances, but I'm okay <laughs> with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but, yeah. That is, that's the right scripture. That's right. cool. But that's it. Right.
1: That's a good word. That's scripture. Praise it. God.
0: <laughs> so, oh good. wow.
1: Praise God. That's so awesome. Behold
0: Jesus. Behold Jesus. That's that's the advice we have for whoever that person is. Amen. Behold Jesus. And I know. Well, I know we don't use the word behold. That's one thing I have in my book, by the way. I go through the word behold, and I I give all these other synonyms for the word behold, because mm. we don't really use the word behold today. And right. I really detail that out. What does that look like?
1: Mm. So. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. So that's a teaser for getting the book. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Learn about behold and how to, how to, to behold Jesus Amen. by getting Sandra's book. Thank you, Sandra so much for sharing with us today. And thank you for everyone who tuned in. I know you were blessed. So keep your eyes on Jesus and live in peace.
0: Thank you for joining us today for the Living by Grace podcast. You are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, totally righteous, and destined to win because of Jesus.
2: Have an amazing day.